This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Pretty freaking epic. Hello? Alright. Okay, I'm recording. Alright, can I'm you recording. click on Okay, I'm, uh, I'm recording. Can we clap on a uh, 15? Yeah. I can clap in, mate. Wait, uh, I wasn't time dot is. Uh, you got it open there? Fuck. I didn't uh, clap. Yeah, I clap. George <laughs> was still getting it open. Okay, 25. Oh, did you not clap, Chaz? No, 25. Okay. Oh, wait, I've got to agree with the cookies. <laughs> you said 25, like, on 24. <laughs> it wasn't Sorry, it came up with a cookie, like, a, I, was still watching I had it. to agree to the, um, the, agree to the cookies, but yeah. uh, it blocked the numbers. Which one? Uh, okay, uh, 45. Okay. Okay. This is going to be a nightmare. It's always a nightmare. Fucking good eye, mate. <laughs> this podcast is nothing but a nightmare. It's just one long, <laughs> continuous nightmare. Yeah. It's the Do you know it is a nightmare? November, You're interrupting which... us from our British holiday. Uh, <laughs> yes. Where we celebrate how awful Catholics are. <laughs> That's not what this holiday... Is it? Is this holiday this is not a sort of tacit endorsement of destroying Parliament? No, it was... No, it, it <laughs> The whole point of the holiday is that they didn't destroy Parliament. No, I know, okay. but the way yeah, we the... remember it... Guy Fox. Yeah. Yeah, guy facts. The way I remember it is What's we set now? fireworks off and burn a guy. Yeah, that's, that's why today. Does, why does Time Dot is not tell me that? Because it's anti-British. Because they're, they're anti-British. Because yeah. like, at the same time, there's a huge fucking banner on this Sunday, Daylight Saving Times ends in North America, the time we change in, <laughs> and then a list of places. Which is, America is like doing the special thing where they change, uh, change back from Daylight Savings Time like a week after the rest of the world, it's fucking mm-hmm. nightmare to schedule together with Americans uh, in this mm. time. Yeah, uh, well, they Americans get they gotta put their dates banner. the wrong way around. It's like the podcast is Mercury in retrograde. I bet they didn't have this last week for Europeans. No, so. it's American exceptionalism once again coming forward to ruin the 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 proud tradition of Time Dot is having the correct day on it, and I think that's I think that's wrong. Typical fucking. <laughs> Or as in this special episode, we should say Sapos. Special episode, Sapos. Although I Americans. must admit, I kind of sound more more New Zealand. Oh, this I is going to be so bad. Yeah, I already hate these next three episodes. This is going to be the worst episode we've ever. <laughs> I'm sure our many, many, many Australian listeners, which we do genuinely have quite a few of, our really, we have like, the best for us to the highest I, uh, iTunes rating in Australia, like in. In America, it's like 4.9 because like one person didn't give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, in Cowards. British in hate. Britain, it's like 3.7 because we have like we're two one-star reviews. We're very disliked amongst the British, as is natural I and mean, normal and safe. It, yeah, that makes me feel good. Yeah. In, but, in Australia, we have a perfect five stars with like five or six reviews. So. Yeah. Well, Can't I would like to, to, I'd like to be the first it. to say... Mm-hmm. G'day, cunts, and uh, welcome to the show where you lose all respect for us. <laughs> Hello. All right, cunts. <laughs> don't know what accent I'm cunts. doing. Hold on. Someone say something in Australian so I can, I can get cunts. into this. Cleo! Cleo, get out of the water. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, remember all, the, remember all those times where no. they said cunts in H2O? <laughs> yeah, when they were like, get I, out of the water, cunts. <laughs> If I won Fuck the lottery, I would spend can. all of my money yeah, on the... funding um, almost a shot-for-shot remake of H2O, but they say cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Cleo, you're turning into a cunt. Get out of the water. I oh, know, you're in the kint water now. All right. Do you think you could oh, get no. like the... What you do is you fucking 
I tell you what, you, you do um, a British remake where they're all scouse. <laughs> oh, they're all swimming water. up and down the Mersey with their with their towel, towels. I, I, can't, I can't do a scouse accent. I can't. I, 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 it's I impossible for me. I, I just want to communicate how fucking hard it is for me to uh, to yes and shit like that. Like, I don't know what a scouse is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you signed on to this where we become increasingly uh, incomprehensible and self-referential. <laughs> it's called being, called being English. It's called being English. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Australian. Brexit, I there's can't a door. even respect, do respect our man. Being an right? English Australian, if you don't like it, there's a door, mate. <laughs> I can't even do like the German equivalent of that because I live in the part of Germany that is like the, <laughs> the farthest ge- away from the sea. The German, the German equivalent of Australia. Yeah, yeah, but like Austria. in the outbacks, like in the middle of Australia, the German <laughs> equivalent true. of living at the driest part of Australia. Oh, damn! It's not, you know, not all of Australia is dry. Some bits of it are like. You know, rainforest. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some bits of it are wet. Some, some bits, bits of it are dry, some bits of it are wet. Terry rejects like this people. hypothesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is the 5th okay. of November today here in rainy, rainy England, which means there are going to be intermittent firework sounds in the background yeah. of my yeah. recording. Yeah. There are it's quite a few. Yeah. I can, if you hear banging, faint, but. it's just commemorating that we hate Catholics, uh, but we sort of forgotten about that bit. Yeah. yeah, it's about hating the Catholics. I tweeted about this Simple earlier eyes. today, but I watched V for Vendetta like yesterday for the first time. And hey, there's this bit where V is talking about like Guy Fawkes was standing up for the common people. He was standing up for truth common and justice. And it's like, that's not what he was standing up for. He was trying to blow up the government because they hated yeah. Catholics. That's v for Vendetta yeah. is he such wanted... an annoying movie, I think. It is. It's not it a really good, pisses not a good me movie. Off. Yeah. It's like it's there are bits di- of it where I'm like, this is pretty good, but then there are bits of it where it's like, okay, so it's so lib. just in the room. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I just simply would never ever forgive somebody if they tortured me. <laughs> Which is weird. With Alan Alan Moore is literally an anarchist and he keeps making lib shit. He hates the movie. <laughs> oh, but fair enough. to be fair, he hates like every movie version that is that has been made out of his comics. Many authors do. He's also a huge weirdo. Like I think the I think the recent runs of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen are like super incesty or like I don't know, it's weird. Interesting. <laughs> either in either incesty or nancy, I don't know which one. <laughs> well currently one, the one House of, of Lords are debating are debating whether you should be allowed to take pictures of women breastfeeding without their consent. Probably not. <laughs> There was one guy. There was one guy who was like uh, Lord Tradiga, which is uh, oh, part I read of Wales. Uh, oh, Lord Tradiga. He was like, um, what if, what if, what if you're making porn? So you're taking a picture of your wife mm-hmm. or girlfriend or partner on the beach uh, for your to satisfy your sexual needs, and then there's a woman uh, breastfeeding in the background <laughs> of the picture, and you didn't mean to take a picture of her. But you do, and then you go to jail. Uh, this is a real delete, problem. Delete the picture. Yeah. When yeah. would that ever happen? <laughs> No, yeah. you're going to jail yeah. once you've taken the picture. <laughs> yeah, they can find it. They know that it's on your phone. No. They've got like the the breastfeeding pick alert system that just goes off somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's office and then that's the, the big team comes. The big monies that would... go into like phone companies, like that's that's what Apple. That's why Apple made everyone uh, put microchips in their iPhones because they want to collect the best breastfeeding data. 
Yeah, that's why that's, the, that's why they put the microchips from the vaccines uh, yeah. in you, so that they can see what you see. And if you see a breastfeeding woman, they immediately shut down all your internal <laughs> organs. I mean, this well, is do you why... know who the real breastfeeders are? It's the it's the House of Lords breastfeeding off the honest English taxpayer. I mean, genuinely, uh, them damn yeah. clowns in Congress. <laughs> Sucking I mean, us all dry. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a lot dry about by Lord. society that you can go to jail for taking unsolicited breastfeeding pics, but like, no, you can't. But but <laughs> but, but every, who amongst to to us doesn't it. have like dozens of pictures they have taken of like dudes pissing with their dicks out, and that's just fine. Like that's just normal. <laughs> I have at least three of those pictures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think what we're getting at here is that it is maybe worth blowing up the House of Lords parody redacted. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I mean, that's why Guy Fawkes did it. Has anyone tried voting but... against the House of Lords? Guy Fawkes did it for the breastfeeders. Yeah. <laughs> he was representing the breastfeeders in society, and I think that's beautiful. Look, um, you get, you get, there's two sides in, in politics in Britain. Um, one, you get, you get, you try to blow people up, and you want to institute a Catholic theocracy. The other, you have a constitutional monarchy who then you then kill uh, and do a genocide in Ireland. Mm. That would mm. never happen. That's <laughs> two genders. Yep. Uh, Someone I anyway, went to, happy Guy Fawkes Day. Happy Guy Fawkes Day. Someone Day. I went to school with uh, apparently now has a child and posted breastfeeding pics on Facebook. So. <laughs> Well, well, that's uh, your fault. Send them, send them to Lord Tradiga. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be very interested. <laughs> no, because as soon as they show up on his messenger, then he's gonna get like arrested. So you can't send them. Yeah, him. arrested and thrown in jail <laughs> just for having pictures of women you don't know breastfeeding. Just for a succulent breastfeeding pic. <laughs> this is democracy <laughs> manifest. <laughs> it's a man's right to have a all the breastfeeding pictures that he desires. Yeah. I think there should be like a time window where you can like take unsolicited breastfeeding pics and then you have to be- befriend the, the, that person like within that time frame. So it's like not no longer like breastfeeding pics of strangers, but about, of your friend, which is then fine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you hear that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really loud. Fucking. Showing up little again. Okay. There's literally nothing we can do about it. You may even hear the neighborhood dogs barking during this, but. Yeah, it's the Everyone's one night like, of the year. Although it's really like about two weeks where people sort of do it either side for some reason. Yeah, I think um, people like this. Like where people just really torture dogs. Fireworks for torturing dogs, and I think we should just kill the dogs and keep doing the fireworks. So this is we should thing. strap <laughs> strap dogs to the fireworks. Yeah. Or we could. What they used to do um, uh, was in the 17th century, they'd fill the effigies of the Pope or Guy Fawkes, often the Pope as well. Yeah, with cats nice. and then set it on fire so it would scream as if you were burning the actual pope wow wow <laughs> that's kind of what this podcast is in a way <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just gonna Welcome say I think... to who watches the watch 30 screaming cats inside an anti-catholic effigy i think that's people that's... like this though like i think i think podcasts these days like we've we've gone past the like polished uh perfect podcast audio and we're now in an era where like you know felix biederman is gonna pay, play counter-strike on chapo uh i heard him guest on a different podcast recently where he was just taking really loud uh, vape rigs all the time mm-hmm. like it's <laughs> maybe we should get more distressing i was talking to my friend ash about how um fan there was a particular strain of fan fiction that was like the pink flamingo of online spaces mm. in like the 2000s 
which is like the Dan and Phil Hamster fic. You know, oh, I've one. read it. <laughs> um, I remember that. I remember that well. <laughs> we all remember that one. Um, and I think this should like become the you know the Pink Flamingos of podcasting. So we just start killing live animals oh. on on screen on tape. And everyone loves it, and it becomes like you know a cult classic. Yeah, I had no idea where you were. That's going what you're supposed to do in the fanfic. That's what you you do in the John Waters memorial bathroom. No. Yeah. If I was in all, the it's all genders. Waters. You can just fuck and crush some animals in between. <laughs> yeah, you could just piss on anyone, and they'd like it. Um, yeah, just just like scatological, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means like jazz. Um, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's about the shits you don't take. Yeah. It's about the hamsters you don't insert into one of those guys' anuses. Ah, so you do know it. No, but it's it's when it's 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 the old adage of people having hamsters inserted in them. You know. Yeah. It's it's like a trope. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should okay. start. I can sing. I said the hip hop. The hippie, the hippie do the hip hip hop. And you don't stop the rock. Do the bang bang. Pull him set up. Jump the boogie. Do the rhythm of the boogie. This is the great. See, so I am Jackie Legs. And I'd like to say hello to the black, the white. Jackie, uh, Mr. Legs, if you could find your way clear to give me back my money. Money? Oh, you mean that money. <laughs> Stop that! Stop that! Hello, mate, and welcome to Who Watches the Watch, a podcast all about reading Terry Pratchett, that dirty cunt's books, and uh, reviewing them and talking about them. Um, <laughs> this this is a terrible accent, Chaz. You can do better than this. <laughs> this this week, we're uh, going to go to New Zealand. Uh, this week, we're going to uh, read Last Continent, which is a book by Terry Pratchett. I'm your host, Chaz, uh, and I would simply never get into a boxing match with a kangaroo because they got big fucking hands and they will kill people on purpose. Uh, I'm your host, Robin, and along those same lines, I am starting up a subscription service for um, anabolic steroids with the express intention of being for <laughs> people who want to physically look as much like a kangaroo as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link in description. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Janos, and I'm just pouring one out for uh, everyone having to start No Nat November while reading this book, uh, because it's, <laughs> there's a lot in this. What's that? It's horny. Uh, I'm your host, George, and I'm the tiny pink prawn-like uh, baby newborn kangaroo crawling in the fur of this podcast. Oh. Desperately searching for the 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 sack, the the pouch, uh-huh. in which I can milk. suckle suckle the milk uh, and then be arrested simply for being English <laughs> and breastfeeding pigs, which are perfectly legal as of today. Uh, <laughs> uh, great! What a I was taking a picture of my wife or girlfriend on the beach for my own sexual needs. <laughs> it's been a little while since we recorded, but you know I missed this. I, I truly did. Um, yeah, yeah. I went. I, I went all I... the way abroad. Mm. George has been to like Bulgaria since we last. Um, mm. I recorded. That's right. Yeah, I went to the EU and I saw Brexit. Oh wow! <laughs> it was just it was on a little table uh, in a box. Mm-hmm. 
little, little, do not little, disturb. Yeah. Do not tap on glass. And I said, that's right. It's called being English. <laughs> <laughs> then you were immediately arrested. Yeah, as you should <laughs> when you're Paul. in the EU. Although I did accidentally bring a pocket knife into the EU building, uh, which they confiscated from me. I forgot it was in my trousers. Did you get it back? Yeah, I did. Okay, that's something. It's not like airport security. Yeah, it's in my pocket knife now. Is working in airport security just this one long thing of like, wow, I'm taking home a nice jar of honey today. I really hope that's Stephen. (laughs) 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 That that Dawkins guy isn't too mad about it. (laughs) <laughs> they get to keep all the shit they confiscate i don't think so like they used to put it all in like no. a big like yeah. glass container once when i was there because they like, took the scissors i those... had and, and they took my sewing scissors and put them in like but in a big box at some that point really right that big box gets full somebody yeah. out there ate richard dawkins honey is all i'm saying <laughs> oh, i bet this i bet this <laughs> yeah definitely the, the really weird thing that the thing that they did, should have confiscated you know they took his honey away but they, they they x-rayed his case and there was a dog and bitch in 469 <laughs> in there. Okay, you can't hit, take that through customs. Hitting all the hits. Okay. Um, yeah, this week we read The Last Continent. <laughs> Tucked into the bottom of the suitcase was a, a sign that, did, that didn't say, I, I need food or I need money. It just said, I need a fat bitch. What does yeah. this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> Sorry, carry on, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We love, never to about, <laughs> we love to talk about Richard Dawkins' tweets on this podcast, as you know. It has um, happened in a while. Yeah. This week, we read The Last Continent, which is Terry Pratchett going, Hey, you heard of Australia? Isn't it kind you of funny? Isn't it, oh, isn't it kind it's of funny, funny to, how much they say mate? They say mate a lot, which is very funny. <laughs> also, mate? there are... Let me just go off the list. There's poisonous things. Um, yeah. There's opal. Opal's a thing. Mm. Um, kangaroos, indigenous people, beer, uh, yeah. but, but the bad sort. On the wall. Mm. Yeah, beer, but like bad beer, bad Australian beer. Mm. Um, yeah, Mad Max, Bosses, mate. Mad Max, Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I did find it weird when the when the um, the dwarf that he meets called Mad uh, turns to him and starts ranting about about how the Jews control everything. <laughs> that was a strange one, I must say. Um, <laughs> Bit of a bit of a weird one on there, Terry. Yeah. Um I did think it was weird when there was like that one Aboriginal person and then Terry is like first he's like this person was black, not only brown, but really, really black. Like that was unnecessary, like genuinely. I I genuinely thought that was like pretty bad. Yeah, he does <laughs> the is... same kind of thing he does in all the Rinse Wind books, which is like mm-hmm. uh yeah. It's like, yo, this person looks different than me. And then he does, yeah, and then he does this other stuff where it's like, I'm not sure if this was in a Rinswin book previously, or I think this was, I think this was like in Witches Abroad or something, where it's like, character encounters black person, and first there's like a paragraph about how just because, just because person saw a black person, they didn't do any hate crimes on them. Like, Yeah, he does do that, doesn't he? He's like, he now you might do- think that Rincewind was like, oh god, I hate yeah. black people, but actually he wasn't yeah. because Rincewind was is perfectly normal. He about just likes it. to run. Yeah, yeah, they do the racist joke again, where he tells people he's a racist, and then they they tell him what a racist is, and he's like, oh, oh no, I just like I'd never I don't that. think I'm I, that. I just like to run away from things. 
but I'm yeah. not racist. It's it's not very funny, but <laughs> it's it could be worse, I suppose. It's very like middle aged boomer English guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I it's, mean? It's not his best joke and on top of that people on like Discord spaces and like the Facebook groups and the Reddits love to repeat the racist joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's because it's so clever. Same way they same way they that love to say that, that it's like race. the raven that the, the the raven saying the N word joke, that's the other one that they really mm. love. Mm. We see this is just because Discord fans are very annoying. They are. We do not support. We do not support them on this particular podcast. I was um, gonna bring up. Speaking I, of, I I wanted to just mention quickly that in my job interview, uh, the guy who interviewed <laughs> me asked me what my opinion was on the Watch TV series. <laughs> oh, and you said, oh, "I loved it. It's fucking great, Cam." I was like, "This, this, this is really taken Finally over my life in many TV ways." Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was like very carefully. I was like, "Listen." I believe that people can adapt things however they wish, and I believe that. But I don't think they did it very well. And he was like, no, I thought it was awful. And I was like, yes. And in that, we are in agreement. <laughs> Please give me a job. <laughs> and That's I did get so the funny. job. So you just have to agree with interviewers on the Watch TV series, and they'll just give you a job. Mm. I was just going to yeah. bring up getting a job. Speaking of speaking of Reddit cuz I've been looking on the subreddit recently just to see what the reaction to the amazing Maurice images were which I don't know if we want yeah. to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can say. briefly. I, and we have, I don't. We have I said, don't care. We have said enough like previously and our stance is probably the same, opinion. right? Like we don't yeah. love the celebrity voice actors. Looks like shit. Um they still can't hide the fact that the director's only previous credits are Oops, Noah is gone. <laughs> oops. oops. Noah is gone. And Noah's hey. Gone. And oops too. Oops yeah. too. Noah is gone again. No, no, it's like, there's gone. only one flood. Come on, guys. How can this happen twice? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, the thing I accidentally found instead was because I was just like looking at the front page of r slash Discord, and there's a, there was a recent post that was titled "The Last Continent." Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, "That's interesting that it's on the same book we are reading." So just so here's what this post says. It, it says, "Finished this Sorry. book recently. I enjoyed it, and it had some really funny bits, and I love Rincewind." But I feel like I didn't understand at all what was happening. Can someone explain it to me? That's very it's real. It's funny wizard um, time. That's all you need to know. It's the wizards have a funny there's, time. There's, there's a third act where things get like a bit fucking weird. It's like some classic Terry shenanigans where you're like, okay, this is some sort of mythic multiverse thing going on, but I'm not sure why or what is happening. Um, but for now, yeah. it's just mostly a carrier for fun wizard shenanigans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if some dudes anyway. just fucking rocked? Exactly. That's the plot of this <laughs> but, book so far. Also kind of didn't, because they're, <laughs> they're all horrible. <laughs> I, well, uh, mostly horrible. I love the, Dean's the senior wrangler stuff in this. I think it's so oh, He's funny. so horny. <laughs> he's so horny. <laughs> he doesn't understand the world's it. world's horniest man. He's just like, oh, I'm getting funny feelings in my body. No, the Mrs. Whitler stuff <laughs> just gets worse and worse and worse in, in a good way as the book goes on. Wizards are so like incapable of they just they just don't get out ever. I love the fact that he is this horny for a woman because he saw her dressmaker's tummy. <laughs> yeah, and he was like through a window. She's, she's curvy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he saw, yeah, he saw the he saw her exact specifications on a on a dummy and got very yeah. very overcome. <laughs> I mean these days if you look at the dressmaker's dummy, you get sent to jail. 
Mm. I've got my dressmaker's dummy here, but I'm not going to put it on camera because people might get too excited by it. And yeah, we might accidentally take a screenshot of it. Yeah. Last time Chaz. Last time Chaz showed me her dressmaker's dummy, I went a wooga, and then I started panting, <laughs> and my tongue rolled all the way out of my mouth and flopped on the floor. Yeah. And my my eyes shot out of my 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 head. That's been very painful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I went, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean understandably so um, my bow tie turned all the way around yeah it went sideways. <laughs> mm. i pulled my shirt collar and like some steam went psh, psh. yeah you got a huge nosebleed and you went like flying backwards like a bit of an anime oh that's an anime thing yeah. uh, no i don't no, get anime respect, horny you don't get anime horny <laughs> no, i get fucking like tex avery <laughs> horny. western western cartoon horny yeah the mask style Okay, yeah, so... Um, Somebody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it says... Yeah. Oh, Jim, <laughs> you're on this recording? I'm Jim Carrey. <laughs> who sends this Google Meets link to Jim Carrey? Oh, oh shit, he's on here. Time Mr. Out of your busy Mr. Schedule. Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on vaccines you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates is, is part of the Illuminati. <laughs> okay, Mr. Carrey. Okay, that's quite enough. Okay, Mr. Carrey, we're we're kicking you out of the group now because your 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 views are too extreme for us. Um, that's right. Who watches the watch deplatformed Jim Carrey? Someone had to. This is an ironic joke, but apparently, like. Howard Stern on a recent show did the same thing where he someone did an impersonation of Alex Jones and then he was like, but Mr. Alex Jones, why don't you think the vaccines are bad? Don't you think you need to people need to take care of their health? And then, and then the Alex Jones impersonator said some bullshit about like frogs. It was really bad. I love when uh, people just people say the one get... thing that they know about Alex Jones and just yeah, it. people get him so wrong. It's not good. He fucking loves it when they do that as well. Mm-hmm. he'll talk about it for ages he'll just be like oh oh look at this look at that whoa amazing he just he fucking loves being tweeted about mm. yeah the whole certain bit was like so mm. weird because like I, I heard this on a different podcast where they played it but it was like it was so weird because he he and his co-host were like tr- acting as if they had a legitimate debate about vaccines with a fake Alex Jones that they got on the show. That's stupid because you're platforming kind of someone, straw manning. someone's beliefs that don't exist. Yeah, it's literal um, straw manning, yeah. Yeah, you just you've created a straw man. I mean he is what, Alex what Jones done is and wasted everybody's time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You exactly. can actually just listen to Alex Jones and then argue about his points, but there's already a podcast for that and it's good. Mm. There's, there's really just no point in arguing with Alex Jones or with Alex Jones's arguments, like whatever. Yeah, he doesn't. No, care. like he says everything in bad faith. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Unlike us, the, we're the, always the in good faith. The thing to point out is that he thinks his en- his ultimate political enemy is the literal devil, the actual Christian devil, and mm. always has. He is merely a religious. Well, he is he is a religious zealot and white nationalist who just tries to hide it and everything else. Mm-hmm, all, yeah. the, all the frogs gay stuff is uh, a side show yeah speaking of white nationalism should we talk about Rincewin <laughs> <laughs> oof oh funny yeah wizards. funny wizards okay so this book was third that we've I'm gonna do a real brief summary and you can just pick up on bits to talk okay. about because I can't be bothered 
Um, that's right. <laughs> we're, we're back to the mutant form of this podcast. This will not much that happens in right. this third, right? Like, it's just... Rinswin talks to a kangaroo. <laughs> it's mostly jokes. Um, and then the wizards are doing their sh- their stuff, and that's it. Rincewind, yeah, he's in the desert of Australia, and things are trying to kill him. And he goes on some typical Rincewind shenanigans, where he meets a kangaroo that wants him to to change time because the wizards are back in the past, and it's fucking with things. Um, and there's a cave drawing that's been there for thousands of years, but also wasn't there last week. And Rincewind has to stop it somehow by running really fast, but he doesn't want to. <laughs> And he keeps finding food underneath rocks. <laughs> Which is, I think, very funny. Yeah. And he's it's like, very funny that he's been eating witchetty grubs and, like, like tubers and shit. And then the creator of the continent does some sort of magic on him, and now he just finds jam sandwiches under a rock. Yeah. I wish that Egg and me. chips hidden in tree. Yeah. Gooseberry sandwiches are very rare. I don't know what the gooseberry is. A very like a sour, very disgusting off. fruit that I would never <laughs> yeah, make They're not disgusting. Jam on. They're nice. They're nice. I like it. They're Christmas lovely. Fruit. Yeah, I, I love suffering as well, you freaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking wrong. Robin, I'm so, going to fight you. Gooseberries are good. This is a masochism safe zone. Okay. Um, I just think it's very funny that Terry is like, I, I think we kind of said the same thing in interesting times, but it just it just keeps tickling me how Terry hates Rincewind the most out of all of his main protagonists or out of all of his main series. He doesn't think he's a good character, he doesn't know what to do with him. And he could just, like, he's the author, right? Like, he could just be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna write any more Rincewind books, I'm done. But he keeps giving his these hooks for himself where he's like putting... <laughs> Putting re- ending interesting times with uh, now Rincewind's in Australia. My Australia book is okay. gonna come in a few years. <laughs> Maybe he just thinks the fans like him and are like. Oh, Next morning he wakes Rincewind up one. like, what the fuck? What have I, I done? Think- <laughs> I, put him in- <laughs> I think it's actually he doesn't like Rincewind, but he's a good excuse to go and write funny Australia. Go and write yeah. 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 Uh, in bad case, funny China. Yeah, and he likes he likes the wizards as well, and he wants them to be around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Like great. he. In 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 this book, like in the first like third we read, like there's like maybe twenty percent of this is Rincewind bits, and all the rest is the wizards. Like he's really not in this yeah. very much. Yeah, it's very wizard centric so far, which I'm enjoying personally. Not that the wizards are perfect either, but um, I like the their group great. dynamics a lot. Yeah, so the wizards uh, decide that they that the librarian is sick, which is how this all starts librarian is very sick and uh they they're like what if we change him back into a human uh which might make him better but the only way we can do that is if we know his real name and none of them know his real name and they're like well Rincewind might know Rincewind was his friend so they go looking for the <laughs> so they're like but where is Rincewind Rincewind is in forest uh, but we don't know where that is even though we sent him there last time um so what we're the most do contrived we... reason to go to Australia <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna so, be a bet. There's gonna be a one different way other than finding Rincewind, a guy that maybe knows his name. Yeah, I do think it so, is. It's like Terry writing 400 words a day or whatever, and then like writing that and being like, "I'll come, I'll come back to that and think of a better reason." And then just being <laughs> like, just "You know what?" Like no. a convoluted sort of thing. Yeah, and he likes the funny librarian. Um, sneezing and turning into different things, Joe. Yeah, I mean that's a fun so gag that I'm enjoying yeah. imagining. So yeah, 
Yeah, so they go and, like, to he find... turns into a book, and all of the words in the book are oog. Just, oog. Yeah. <laughs> they go to find the uh, the Professor Krull in unusual geography to try and ask him where 4X is. But when they get there, he's not there, but there is a beach outside of his window. Um, <laughs> so they go through the beach, and they're like, well, we, we could just like not do what we were doing before, and we could just hang out on the beach for a while. Because <laughs> it looks nice. Um... So they go onto the beach and they're like, ah, oh, this cool tropical beach. And then they enjoy being Miss- English on the shore. And I have to say, this yeah. is one of my my favorite bits so far. Is the which one is? It? I want to say recent runes reading a book. Um, <laughs> it and turns it's like into a, the Omega. Yeah, yeah, it just turns into like fucking airport paperback fiction. Yeah, it's called like the Omega. Cost. Some goddamn Tom Clancy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's it's like he, he he reads like some science book, like I don't know, the, what like you a magic like, book. like a book on like thomic symbols, and it turns yeah. into the Omega conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, and it says in the footnote that like um, books always do this. It's just the field of like whatever, and sometimes they turn into like a, a wrong way round hammer and sickle book, and there's, like a bunch of stuff. It's very it's very interesting. <laughs> it's funny. I like just because that's just like beach paperback vibes. Yeah, it's it's. I love the concept of a beach paperback because you spend so little time on the beach. You're like, yeah, it's why okay. the book needs to be easily digestible. This should be, so it should be just more and simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's famously where I read Hawkfather. So mm. a beach read. <laughs> yeah, an Australian. I don't know why I have such an a strong Australian memory of. Read. I think I just have the strong memory of having read Hawkfather at the beach in the summer just because it was so ill-fitting to the season like it just stuck <laughs> in my head that I, I had this moment of realization where I was like maybe this would hit better if I was reading this at Christmas mm, maybe I have a strong memory of reading like small gods at my brother's violin concert because I was so <laughs> bored <laughs> um, yeah so they go onto the beach and they're all chilling out and then Miss Whitlow comes through and she accidentally takes away the thing that keeps the window open and it shuts and it just closes. <laughs> so Whoops. now they're stuck on the beach and it's an island and they go looking for food and they find a bunch of foods just in plants. So they find like a, a chocolate, coconut, bounty, coconut. Um, they find like a cigarette plant. That's not food. Uh, yeah. Just they find wizard. like a plum pudding <laughs> bush. They find a bunch of food and they're like, this isn't normal. And then Tastes they gradually though. realize that like, there's only one of everything, which is weird because things can't evolve that way. And Ponda's trying to... To the Joker, this would be a normal island. <laughs> Ponda's been trying to explain what evolution is to them for like ages and it's like this ongoing thing and they're all none of them want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good bit where, uh, where the Chancellor is like, Ponda, don't talk about... Don't talk about trees having sex in front of Mrs. Winslow. <laughs> they, they, get, they get really weird about Mrs. Whitlow and they can't mention anything that might be vaguely dirty in front of Mrs. Whitlow involving <laughs> like like tree fertilization or like they have to call the chicken breast like the front part of the chicken. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't say breast. And you've um, got Ponda pointing out like, well, isn't she Mrs. Whitlow? Like, yeah, presumably that was had a Mr. Whitlow. husband at one point. <laughs> Everyone's like, they can't deal with it. No. I was going to say something else, but I immediately forgot. Terry would take a dim view on No Nut November, I think. Yeah, Terry says All Nut He's November. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I was going to mention, the, speaking of No Nut November. No women. There's, you know? there's a bit where, like, 
apparently the dean has jacked off onto his sheets i guess <laughs> yeah the dean's been fucking <laughs> pumping huge loads into his bed sheets <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're like, ah, oh, you should have seen the state of the Dean's bed sheets. And he's like, I was just eating tomato sauce. That's all it was. And now everyone's just like thinking about his bed sheets the entire time. <laughs> well, everyone isn't. And then he just keeps bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all trying to work out why what's happened and they're stuck back in time. Yeah. And the Dean's like, look, it was tomato sauce. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't nut into my own bed sheet. I scrubbed up the beans. It's just the tomato sauce that's the. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is Aura and Khalees like oh this is terrible we have to be careful because you know there's like 14 or how, 7 men or whatever and 1 woman you know and people will get the wrong idea and like the chair of recent runes or whoever is like we're not bringing in 6 more women <laughs> um, yeah so yeah they realise that there's only one of everything which is weird um, and also that when they look at the stars they realise that they're actually in the past um, and that's why the stars are different. And this is going to cause them issues. And re- and Ponder's like, you have to be really careful because of consequences in the past. You might have bearings on the future. So he goes by the sort of, you change something and it changes in the future. Sort of sci-fi time travel. But Rick Kelly yeah. believes in the sort of closed time loop theory. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but you, you must have trodden it in order to have gone existed and come back in the past and then trodden on it so ergo it's fine yeah Ruth Kelly like, why would I want to kill my grandfather <laughs> like to stand on ants yeah Ruth Kelly believes in the closed time loop theory is like very charitable read on this <laughs> he's like listen it's fine he just Don't loves to argue I would I would never kill my granddad I love that guy yeah Ruth Kelly is just why do you want to kill your granddad understanding things properly mm. Unless they already fit into his worldview. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very funny. I like him. He's a fun character. I like that they couldn't get they couldn't convince him to go through the portal until they told him that there were dangerous big animals there and he was like Oh ah, my hunting big games have activated. <laughs> yeah. Hunter <laughs> mode. Yeah. He's such a fun character. He really is. What yeah. else even happens in this section? Rincewind meets kangaroo. Rincewind talks to a kangaroo and it's normal. Yeah. It's... Should we take a little sidebar to discuss what the Welsh kangaroo is? Okay. Uh, is it Poppy Boing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Kangaroo. Ah, oh, Kangaroo. That makes sense. Kangaroo. In Welsh. Kangaroo. See that kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Up in a boat. There's a bit earlier that I that I that I enjoyed uh, before they. Before they search for the professor for unusual geography, and then there's like this. I don't know if it was a footnote or if it was just like in the text, but this thing about the workings of the unseen university yeah. where they don't even know what faculties there are and what professors there are because places like so magical that some wizard can just go in there and like go claim a room for himself and then just be there and somehow. Uh, magically students might turn up for their lectures but maybe not <laughs> you know it's <laughs> people just become professors talk- it's like don't worry yeah about it. then they talk about just that like one professor who people have been turning up to his lectures for like 30 years and he's been dead the entire yeah. time <laughs> like i thought he was just quiet you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's basically like all the wizard stuff, like it's, it's really That's just most of it. It's just bits. That's, 
It's 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 it all is bits. just bits for like a long time, <laughs> and a lot of them are very good bits. Um, yeah, but it's mainly bits in this particular yeah. third of the book. Mm. I mean, so that's the podcast. Uh, um, that's it. Yeah, nice, good episode. <laughs> all right, sure. see you in the next one. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> it reminds me. So, just on the just, I just want to talk about this because I I earmarked this page uh-huh. for no reason other than that I have a personal anecdote tied to it. But okay. there's after the we didn't talk about the Mad Max section. Maybe we should do that first. That's where it comes from. Oh, yeah, yeah there's some more Rincewind stuff. Is it just yeah? It's just so a- Rincewind is uh he meets Mad Mad. He's called Mad. His name That's is Mad. Called Mad. This is called Mad. Mad. Not really a name. He's- He's, it's his name, he's mad, he's a dwarf, and he's mad, and he has a souped up cart that goes really fast, and he's like got hay, because hay is the most important thing in the desert, because you've got to mm. have hay to survive. Just like him, Mad Max. Do, you get it? Do not, no. my friends, become addicted to hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the gasoline, and um, he gets, there's like a road race where some guys are like, shooting at them and they've all got crossbows and it's like a big fight and he's got like all these like bolts and shit like t- attached to his cart so it looks like cool and punk and like mad maxi and also he like has a booster for his horses which is just like lizard glands that he and oats that he feeds them that makes them go faster <laughs> really good <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> terry is like have you heard about this thing <laughs> There's going to be a great Priscilla Queen of the Desert bit later on, which I'm also looking forward to. But it's like, yeah. He's just like, things are in Australia. Have you heard of them? Australia, what a place, what a country. It's just Australia, drag queens in the desert. It's just one of Terry's, like for better or worse, this is just one of Terry's modes of production. Sometimes Mm. he has, sometimes he has an idea and themes and shit. And sometimes he's like, okay, this book... Music. We're just gonna put all the jokes in there I can think of. <laughs> if this give me one, a topic. It's... Give me a topic. Australia. Yeah. Okay, perfect. What do we got? We got Mad Max. We got shit beer. Uh, they've got mines in the ground. There's a rowing race. Mm. You know, they do rowing and stuff. Uh, Gert by sea. You know, that's in the national anthem. It's Gert by sea. <laughs> can we get no, out of that Gert? That's from. like Gertrude. Australian soul. Let us rejoice while we are young and free. With and wealth at all, our land is good by sea. Do you think Terry How has... do you know the national Australian national? Everyone anthem? asks me that all the time, <laughs> and it's because we had to learn it when I was in year five for our World Week, where we each had to have a country that we had to learn all about and then sing songs from. And we did Australia, so I know a bunch of Australian songs. <laughs> I don't even know ours that well. <laughs> and there was like, well, I don't even know the Welsh from that well. That's a good song. Was this when yeah. you were in the States? No, it was when I was in primary school. Even yeah. weirder. We did. It was better than when we did China because we all had to come in costume as well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll never run for president with those pictures. I mean, there is no picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have in my hard drive the Chaz yellow face pics. <laughs> there was no yellow and face. And I will be releasing them. It was just you had to wear like a, you know, like some yeah, sort yeah, of I Chinese... Know, Outfit mm. and like a hat. You probably wore like a, a red. You probably your mum bought a red dressing gown and glued some gold bits onto it or something. Actually, no. I had like a silk dressing, like a silk shirt dressing gown that my dad got from Hong Kong. That was like you know, sick. At least accurate. It's pretty good. Someone's um, got a Catherine wheel going outside. I can hear it screaming. 
I can hear a lot of noises. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but we so I had to do like a big thing about Australia. So I know so much about like the mineral wealth of Australia. <laughs> what are the what uh, minerals oh, cool. are they rich in? Well, opals mainly, um, but like Coal. stuff like gold and other gemstones and like a bunch of shit. You know, they just got like a uh, lot of stuff in the uh, soil. A bunch of shit. Nice. G'day, Kent. My name's exactly, Gina yeah. Reinhardt. It was a great presentation well, that I'm I did. Really like horrible. emeralds, I think. Mm. Um, I don't think it's like surprising that you did this presentation that you had to do this. Like that's just a perfectly normal thing that people have to do at school sometimes. Yeah. I don't think it's interesting that you remember it from fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> it was very memorable. I don't know. Certain songs get stuck in my head. I can't remember any other songs from that period. Like sometimes you really enjoy something at school and then it sticks with you. Yeah. It's like why I can to, like, still sing it a lot. Sing all the words to the electromagnetic spectrum song. I can do it now, I mean, but I won't. Those those are just mostly this the electromagnetic spectrum that there's not like a huge number of words. Yeah, it's a this. bad but there's a verse and then the chorus and I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't know there was a verse. Bit. Okay. I won't do it. I think I've actually done it on this podcast before. Yeah. We had to do a whole mm. one in at secondary school that was like Clan Yeah. It's like this whole song about the fucking train station. Um it's like, yeah, you know, it was, it was fine. <laughs> anyway, what are we mm. talking about? Australia? Uh, Mad Max. It's good by sea. It's good by sea. Yeah. That's what you got to know about Australia. Mad Max. There's a bit in the Mad Max bit where Rincewind's hat gets stolen mm-hmm. and he goes sicko mode about it. Um, fair enough. And then mm. gets his hat back. Well, goes to get his hat back at the end and finds like the person who'd been wearing it is covered in like, uh, Gradually yellow, then green, then black sores, and it's like dead. And he, he mm-hmm. pokes the hat with a stick and a big spider jumps out of it. And it reminded yeah. me of um, my A-level psychi- psychology teacher, Mr. Giroux, who was Australian and would not let you forget it. Ah, he uh, would just say a lot. Every single lesson, he'd be I'm like, Australian. listen, guys, I know we need to talk about the Stanford prison experiment. Well, what we're going to do instead <laughs> is talk about the time I tried to get on my motorcycle and I put my helmet on and I rode for about <laughs> 10 miles and then I saw a little furry leg in the corner of my eye and I took my helmet off. <laughs> there was a giant huntsman spider in it. And we were all like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to fail. And I did. Well, I didn't fail. I got a C. But thanks, Mr. Jerome. <laughs> That's just yeah, what being Australian the is the gum like. trees, lots of plum trees, a sheep or two and a kangaroo. <laughs> Grander out the back. <laughs> I had a Tear French teacher who no rocking chair. Yeah. who had who had like a tiny airplane that he was flying, and he just talked to us about his airplane all the time in German, not in French. Like in his French <laughs> ca- class, he would just like take half an hour aside just to tell stories about like how cool his airplane was, and that it took like his teacher colleagues on a flight and they also thought it was so cool and i think he just wanted that we think that he he he, the teacher is actually much cooler than we are and much cooler than we will ever be and i don't know it doesn't have anything to do with this book or australia no but like teachers going on weird fucking tangents did you ask him in french what his he thought his carbon footprint was (laughs) (laughs) i knew a guy my age who had a small plane younger than me actually damn just obscene (laughs) Mm-hmm. How small? It might have only been that big, like no, like a flyable one. Like you can get. You would be inside, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm 
<laughs> Sorry, what was that, George? Were you joking? Yes. <laughs> thing is, if you say girt by sea in the West Country, people think... Pretty. Great, great by yeah. sea is good by the sea. What? Great by sea. 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 Skirt. Oh, was she? Was she girt? Oh, big old girty. Um, <laughs> girt girty. Ah. <laughs> uh, Have you considered Australia? <laughs> skirt lunch, right there. Consider the wrong. Consider Australia. Bro, have you heard of this place called Australia? Have you heard of this Australian place? Do you think Terry has ever been there? Fucking yeah. foreign. Does he? Yeah, Terry. Terry's obsessed yeah. with Australia. That's why he wrote this book. Oh. He has he has this whole essay about it in his in his essay book. Oh my god! About how he said how about he says that Australia is great because they're literally just the same as British people, but like kind of worse. <laughs> He's kind of right. Bodied. <laughs> He's like they have the same British disease where you um you're sort of always hoping that other people have it worse than you. Yeah. And you kind of like wish ill on the people around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. That is very British. Yeah, which is like, it's the same in Australia. People, like, sometimes they're a bit friendlier, but they're also kind of insane, but also they're just basically British people. (laughs) Yeah. But do you think it's Terry being British by thinking, oh, the Australians are me being even worse? I mean... (laughs) That's that's just true. I don't think he means worse, worse. I think he means, like, different. Yeah. But he says he likes it because of that. He's like, I feel at home here in, in Australia. I understand how, <laughs> how it how it functions. Mm. It's, like, it's like mostly middle-aged men in a pub like who will talk absolute shit to you for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really... <laughs> we really do have a lot of Australian listeners. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they're all dropping off after this episode. Good day. Good day. Hello to those in the Antipodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And as I believe you say, good day. Good day, cunts. Good, good day. All right, cunts. No, wor- no worries. They say that a lot. They say that a lot. I hope this. you've got your thongs on and you're also say about no to go down to the beach for a little bit of surfing. Yeah, no worries. It's just, I, I guess back in the fucking 1950s when Terry wrote this book, <laughs> no worries was like this big Australian thing. But now it's like really no worries. migrated yeah. into like, just like general English everywhere. Like so, yeah. the first live Harris, music right? event I ever saw was Rolf Harris um, playing playing the wobble board. That's the cancelled guy, right? Of the prompts. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Extremely. I, remember, Even I would say it was like also cancelled is the right word. <laughs> In jail? Is he dead? Or is He's he dead? Yeah. Did he die so. last year in jail? Did he? Rolf Harris. Is, am I? Is there, are we having a we're having a Rolf Harris effect? Are we? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What? Is Rolf Harris actually alive? died in South African jail in the 1980s. <laughs> oh. What? It took me a moment to get, yeah. Oh, no, he is still alive. I was convinced oh, he was sake. dead. It would be nice. That's crazy. Oh. Oh, he, he got, he's got his knighthood taken away. That's so sad. I'm sh- genuinely that's almost a surprise. The British the British royalty were like, okay, we'll take away this pedophile's knighthood, but the rest of them will leave be. At least you for now. You couldn't take away someone's dukedom, could you? Yeah. Just They couldn't You can stop being the Duke of York. That's true. Could you? I don't know. 
because it's like if you're awarded it, it's something that gets taken away. If it's like awarded mm. to you, but yeah. if it's inherited, it's like it. If you're born isn't it, taken yeah. away. It could be if he or, died. That's all I'm saying. If you were to get some nice men from South Armour, and uh, mm. I'm going to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So what were you going to say about Rolf Harris? I just saw him live. He was the first person I ever saw live. He's an Australian. He's oh, an Australian okay. guy. I see. Uh, this is Britain was my, the my first thing. country in the world to import pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been exporting them production for, facilities. For we had a, we had a real like production facility too, but there was so much demand for them here yeah, in the seventies and eighties. Shipped in from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, I've been listening so, to a lot of Nick Cage. Uh, not Nick Cage. Nick Cave recently. He's Australian. He's good though. We like Nick Cave yeah. on this podcast. This is a pro Nick Cave podcast. If you've heard Nick Cave has done something wrong, do not tell me. I, I mean, he is. He's, he said some political uh, correctness has gone mad shit, but that's just because he's yeah, old. Yeah, but like, like, who hasn't? All old people exactly. don't get like, it because just, they just they just believe what people tell them. I, I think he just said a slur yeah. in one of his early songs, and he was like, "Oh, but that's a character, and people are canceling me for that." I don't care. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know who this is. We'll move. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, it's an Australian um, guy. Whatever. It's, a, it's an Australian guy. <laughs> he was just like also one of those people who like when he's singing, you don't hear his Australian, and then you watch like interviews with him, and you're like, oh. It's like Adele could be could be from anywhere, and then you listen to her, and yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, ah, yeah. She said that she was Welsh, and I was like, okay, Adele. She is Welsh. Classic. Technically, is she? Yeah, right. She's not oh, well, she's like born in Wales and then lived in London. Um, uh, she was like claiming to be Welsh, Welsh people and then someone just... was yelling at her. <laughs> Welsh people have that like small country thing where anytime there's someone is like vague, someone famous is vaguely connected to Wales, or, like mentions Wales, they go absolutely insane about it. Oh, no, I know. I, I, was, I, yeah. grew up, I grew up in Wales. Wales. We have the whole thing when you're in Welsh class and you have to know every single Welsh celebrity so you can like write about them in your fucking Welsh essay. I remember going to the yeah, Dead Canary like, you're like a... for um, drinks and the cocktail menu was entirely made of like the business cards of famous Welsh people and included the likes yeah. of Christian Bale, um, who... Hasn't he actively said that he doesn't want to be referred to as Welsh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I don't see why. What's your deal there? What's wrong with being Welsh, Christian? He's not Welsh. He's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I just forget he's English. I just think he's American. I know he's like. It's just because he pretends to be American in literally mm. everything. I had an English teacher mm. at uni uh, who one day came in wearing a T-shirt that said, uh, "I'm Welsh, not English." Well. <laughs> Maybe, the, maybe cool. they were. Maybe they were. He um, was. But if you ever want to do, if you ever want to do numbers on on Twitter as like a moderately famous person, what you need to do is post like a picture of yourself like in Wales somewhere, and then say, "I love Wales," and you'll get like oh, yeah. five million people from Pontypool all just going, <laughs> "Yeah, best country on the earth, on earth, <laughs> fucking love it." I remember when um, I remember when um, oh, what's his name, um, Venom guy. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy was in was on, was in Barry, and everyone was just posting pictures like Tom Tom Hardy's in Barry and he's having a great time. Oh, I saw that. And then um, weird. And then the next day, I was in the bus, and there was some old guy just like chatting to some young kids, like who were on the bus. He's like, "Did you do you know Tom Hardy? He was in Barry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk of the town. Oh yes. So yes. everyone knows that Tom Hardy was in Barry. <laughs> I heard Tom, um, uh, Danny DeVito was in Wrexham recently. Why? 
I mean, good, I don't know. good for him. <laughs> What's he doing in Wrexham? Yeah, we, we, love to, we love to see him, but like... What are you doing in Wrexham? Isn't some of Australia New South Wales? Yes. 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 I mean, that's like a county the area. State. State. Is that what they call it? Okay, state. Mm. New Cardiff. Yeah, I'm sick of the New old South Wales. <laughs> this isn't your grandpa South Wales. <laughs> this isn't New South Wales. South Wales rebranded. Twice the sheep. I've been... uh, this isn't the this isn't Newport. This is Newerport. <laughs> this is Newerport, yeah. Kaz Moinoeth. There's an American college called Bryn Mawr and I find it really distressing. Oh or Bethesda, like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not a slate quarry in North Wales. Yeah, you make video games. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> they, make the fuck? they make a video game. They, they make, make Skyrim. Games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they make Sp- Skyrim with guns. Look, yeah, look, Todd Howard is on our Discord, so let's not be too mean about him. <laughs> He's oh, doing yeah, his best. <laughs> I will say, at least that bot is less irritating than the. Uh, then the Hasi yeah, one, yeah, it's it's. I I I like Todd Bot. <laughs> I like how we have a we have a bot channel in our Discord. It was like made so people can use the pronoun bot, so they their pronouns are like visible on their profile. But that's not what that channel is for anymore because now it's just like people talking to the Todd Bot. <laughs> we have a bot channel. People yeah, want to know. I haven't. Yeah, the bot channel. Bot I haven't looked at it. Oh yeah, I just forgot because. I, I mute like 90% of the chat. Yeah, as yeah. do I. I'm just going to post so happy guy fox day Todd. <laughs> and then we'll see what he says. He posted it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good um, Join our Discord. You love to see it on the podcast. We've had multiple people join our Discord and then we send them the wave emojis and then they immediately <laughs> fucking leave. And I think that's really respectable. They either immediately leave or, or just say hi and then never post again. I and mean, then never ever talk that's, to that's us. Most, that's most stuff. I that's think just if, discords. Yeah, I think if you can get one in five people who join your discord to talk past hi, then you've won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I the only discord those, I ever Those are our most beloved friends and compatriots. I've joined some, like, larger podcasts, discords, but they're not, like, super large podcast but like bigger than ours and they're so stressful because people are like typing out like really long uh, elaborate uh, well thought out messages instead of just shit posting i don't get that like i don't understand that mode of interaction online i simply don't yeah. i simply find any messenger app very stressful so i'm very rarely on discord now because it's like what if you had a messenger app but times a hundred <laughs> What if it was just like, you know how annoying you find group chats? What if it was all day and in a hundred places that yeah. you can't possibly see all of them? I find it um, a lot less annoying than group chats because it's like... Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I like Discord. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't talk on it that much because I also find it really hard to message. But I like it for like calls because I like to talk to people with my voice. Uh, hence yeah. hence the podcast. No, and I like this I like our much. Discord. Like as much as as much as we're talking shit here, please join our Discord. It's a great space. Yeah, I please think do. it's I think it's pretty it's a, good it's vibes a fun mostly. Occasionally, nice vibes. Have you, have you noticed, listeners, that we uh, stopped talking about the book twenty minutes ago? Because there's nothing more. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to say about, about, to say about this book. There's, there's a lot of. It was good. It's, but there's nothing more to say about. Yeah. 
senior wrangler stuff great stuff besides very the, funny besides the mm-hmm. like clothing doll there's also just like stuff where it's uh like the senior wrangler being very bewildered how his body reacts to mrs Winslow winslow just doing everyday normal things that every person does i love when he reads any book where a character experiences horny for the first time yeah. i just think it's really enjoyable frankly th- <laughs> this is just me when i meet someone i'm attracted to which is something very rare and i'm like wait what <laughs> every time she moves can, and he what? can hear the creak of her whalebone corset he's like oh, kind of gang, like a little oh. Oh, she's got underclothes under there. Her whole body is contained. She's spreading. Damn, her legs go all the way down to the ground. She's spreading <laughs> cheese on a cracker in a very ladylike fashion. Well, she starts like she peels a banana and eats the banana very slowly, and he finds this quite like quite challenging. <laughs> He's like, she peels it carefully before she eats it, and it's like, <laughs> indeed, she's eating, she's, she's eating this banana, nibbling this banana, and he's like, oh. I mean, Terry does a great. <laughs> great job oh, at portraying uh, the wizards as like people completely incapable of like any life function mm-hmm. Um, mm. that is like outside of like they, he says they have the disease where they don't notice any dirty dishes uh, until like people like there's not only life on them but the, 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 they have established entire civilizations yeah the life yeah. is, Terry might be kind culture, of making a, a, a point about culture. gender relations yeah. and sort of class relations. Yeah, yeah, gender and class relations. He's like, oh, she's uncomfortable because she does live below stairs. And they're like, we can make her some stairs. And they're like, no, no. we're too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be below them. Um, so instead she gets her own little private table to eat at while they sit like by a campfire and then like occasionally give her stuff. Because they they don't want to like they don't want her to like you know she's uncomfortable about like the positional difference yeah. you know I also love the bit about oh, yeah, her being a giant fucking lizard comes out of the jungle and then turns <laughs> oh, into yeah. a chicken yeah. and they set yeah yeah a, t- a T Rex appears and then turns into a chicken and then <laughs> and then they roast it with a fireball yeah Ponda gets really mad because he wanted to study the chicken and the wizard <laughs> just ate it Ponda Ponda experiences so many microaggressions. Yeah. As a person of stem, he is being <laughs> microaggressed against. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think it's really funny. Like in because in my memory of reading these books many years ago, it was like oh, Ponder is like the the one smart guy out of them. But if, now I'm now I'm realizing that he's also an idiot. He's just he just has a very different type of brain worms. Yeah. yeah, he's just a, he's a he's a science guy. They're, they're like, yeah. oh, it used to be that the younger wizards would murder the faculty in order to get you know kill their way yeah. to the top and fill the shoes. But now all the younger wizards are too obsessed with like computers <laughs> and doing weird shit with hex, and none of them have the time or the inclination to try and like kill anyone to get ahead. They're too on their damn phones. Yeah. Wizards uh, these days are too on their phones. Too on their damn hex to kill their superiors. It is fun as like a a thing. I will say, like in Terry's books, that's changed over time. Like from the first books that have the wizards yeah. in, there's a mm. new arch chancellor every single time. And then he happened upon Red Cully, and he was like, "This guy rules." I can't, I can't change the wizards again. This rules. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. He just found characters that he liked writing and was like, "I'm sticking with these." Yeah, well, it's so nice. like. After the sorcery affair, it's like implied that the wizards sort of have to yeah. chill the fuck out because the sorcery stuff was so destructive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like the I like the little the little ways where like this old continuity of like the early wizard books, like 
gets brought up every once in a while, like where it's like half acknowledging, half him acknowledging that these books aren't the same anymore, but also just like <laughs> show shows this re- this reflects this like change in wizard society. It's pretty fun. Mm. There's also I. Th- I, I think there was also a bit that was a callback to Eric at one point. Yeah, there was. Where it was oh, like, uh, <laughs> where Insuin was like, I have met the creator. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah. he met the creator in Eric and dropped a sandwich in a rock pool and may or may not have created life from dropping that sandwich. <laughs> I was um, just very impressed that Terry remembers Eric. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered him doing that. I could not have told you which book about it was the sandwich? I I remembered it with like because I I was because I was mentally going through the other Rincewind books and I was like it definitely didn't happen in sorcery, definitely not in interesting times. <laughs> it must have been in Eric. <clears throat> Ter- uh, Terry Pratchett scholar here. Yeah. So um, what happened was in Eric. Uh, Eric well, as one of his wishes wished to uh, live forever, which meant they had to go back to the beginning of time so he could live for all of time. And then that was the circumstance in which Rincewind met the creator of the universe uh. of their world. You're welcome. Rincewin went to went through so much shit. He really he's been through a lot. He says that here. He's like, listen, yeah. I've I've been around a while. I've had to save the world <laughs> on multiple occasions. I'm kind of sick of it. Please don't tell me to do anything. Rincewin is just fully insane at this point. He is he's not fun not a yeah. functioning human being. Yeah, he, he meets all he can really do is run away from the It's just a being of pure survival. He meets this yeah. guy named the Mad, and then when he goes sicko mode, uh about his hat then Matt is like oh I didn't know you were Matt too and then Rincewind mm-hmm. wants to argue with him and then remembers that he was talking to a kangaroo like earlier in this book yeah <laughs> and he's like yeah maybe kangaroo I like the talking kangaroo we shall add a kangaroo I like Scrappy the kangaroo I'm a big fan Scrappy. of um talking animals <laughs> do, you, do you remember do you remember the movie Kangaroo Jack yeah of course everyone so there was this yeah. thing where there was this movie called Kangaroo Jack and everyone thought it was going to be about some guys who meet a talking kangaroo. Because he be raps in the trailer. Yeah, because he raps in the trailer. And then actually what it was, it was just about like two guys in Australia and at one point they hallucinate that a kangaroo <laughs> talks to them for like 10, 20 seconds. And then that's like the whole thing of the kangaroo. And everyone was so upset. <laughs> I remember like, that. The poster of I the saw movie it in has... Australia. That has that like the poster of the movie literally just has the kangaroo on it yeah like i when i, I saw that when i was nine when i went to visit australia the first and only time uh or was it and like- we had to australia's really nice yeah i can't remember the film very well but they were playing the like the local village had a village hall where they were playing either skippy the bush kangaroo or or kangaroo jack <laughs> and if i was fully human developed i would have thought that was extremely funny um that their two films were both about kangaroos in australia but as i was a child i was just like i guess this is what australia is like (laughs) i can tell you that it was universally panned by critics and audiences with a rating of eight percent um Mm. The science consensus states the humor is gratingly dumb and Kangaroo Jack contains too much violence and sexual innuendo for a family movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I seem to remember my mum being a bit like, what the fuck is this? Kang- I would Kangaroo say, Jack is the most witless, pointless, childless <laughs> drivel unleashed on an unsuspecting public. <laughs> I would say, though, to be fair to Kangaroo Jack, the visuals and the soundtrack were praised. Okay, okay. Ah, I, I would say... Mm. Um, Despite the mostly negative reception, it was a box office success and grossed, grossed 
$88.1 million on a $60 okay, million we're all, budget. We're all on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's so That's interesting right. to say that because Kangaroo Jack was released on DVD and VHS <laughs> on June 24, 2003 by Warner Home Video. I just thought that was interesting. Also, even though yeah. Adam Garcia voiced Kangaroo Jack, he was not credited for the role. <gasps> Michael Shannon I'd and say... Christopher Walken were in this. Yeah. I'd say initially the film was titled Down and Under and was shot as a mob comedy in the style of Midnight Run. Um, and then it goes to superscript. There's a square bracket, open square brackets, two, and close square brackets. And then it goes out of superscript again. <laughs> okay. Um, I will tell you that uh, Frank Welker, f- a friend of the show, did some of the voices. Um, special vocal effects. So oh, thank thanks, you, Frank. Frank. We love you. We love um, you. Would you like to guess what category in the Kids' <laughs> Cho- Choice Awards 2004... <laughs> Kangaroo Jack won. No, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> no, would you like to guess? I bet you can't guess it. Um, I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, so I can, in fact, guess it. Robin, you've got to... What, what category it was, was it the think... Kids' Choice Awards? Yeah, what In did it 2004, win? it won. Um... Which category was this? It also, while you're thinking about this, it won, it was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress, Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy, Least Special in in uh, commas, Special Effects, and Most Non-Annoying Non-Human Character. But it didn't that's win a, any of That's a lot of accolades. I guess this comedy, yeah, I don't know. From the, I don't know from what... the 2003 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Oh, well, they know what they're doing, though. So. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what categories okay, there are. It was favorite fart in a movie, and the nominee was Anthony Anderson. It didn't even cross my mind that favorite fart would be a category, so I think I was at a disadvantage. You, see, you just you drastically <laughs> didn't, you just don't understand fart uh, in the glory movie. of the Kids' Choice Awards. No, I don't. My mind is cl- too closed. <laughs> I got it. You don't, you don't, Close-minded. What, what was the kangaroo jack fart? You need to see this fart. Okay, so it's. I googled this, and first result is a YouTube video called "Kangaroo Jack Camel Farts." Oh my god, these camels be farting! <laughs> you gotta, Chaz. When you edit this, you gotta put in this this fart sound effect from this video. Yeah. Okay. Camels in Australia. These are noble beasts, my friend. Proud, majestic. Oh, come on. Get used to it, boys. Camels do that. God damn. Truly, we are. This is this is truly the podcast that really represents the Australian people. Yeah. I, th- I so hope you feel you served, Sort Australia. of a tour, if you will, of, of the Australian media <laughs> landscape as we understand it. I think Australian listeners of this show l- love when we talk about Kangaroo Jack, because that movie is so important for Australia. Like Australians just won't shut up about how much they love Kangaroo Jack uh, and I, uh, I the famous camel movie. fight. Yeah, I, rem- I like I sometimes talk to uh, talk to uh, some of our Australian listeners, and they just gonna I I'm gonna have to like stop them from talking about the kangaroo jack fight because they just like when they start yeah. they just won't stop. I love when I go to like a pub in London, and obviously all of the bar, like the people on the bar are Australian. Yeah, because they always are. Yeah, they are. And I buy a six pound ninety pint. <laughs> and they're like, G'day mate, you, have you heard of Kangaroo Jack? Kangaroo Jack? It's got a very funny fart sequence in it. <laughs> well, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> the 
that's true. That happens to me every time I go to London. <laughs> it's fucked up the, the, how, how full of Australians London is these days. They're all over here. What are they doing? We just don't know. I'm replacing the EU workers. <laughs> so true. <laughs> no, they've always been here. No, I know. Yeah, the Australians are always coming over here, stealing our three or four bar jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got an easy easy visa system, I think, to come yeah. <laughs> because Because we don't mind letting white people speak English in. That's crazy. Yeah. That wouldn't be true. I can't believe that. Australians love Kangaroo Jack, The Devil Wears Prada, and uh, Minions. <laughs> That's the three things they like. Huh. Mm-hmm. Devil Wears Prada? That's a good movie. I haven't Why seen it. Why is that it. Australian? I just know that Australia... In an early episode of Aesop, we read an Australian news article where the <laughs> writer just referenced The Devil Wears Prada <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> and that oh, stuck with me okay. forever. I do like Lord Devil Wears Prada. It's a pretty good film. Fun film. Yeah. I am constantly quoting. We love it. I'm constantly quoting the line about um, where Emily Blunt is there. Like, I'm on a new diet. Um, I eat nothing at all, and then if I feel like I'm gonna faint, I have a tiny cube of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. It was just this article about Georgia R. Martin uh, the, writing the or being late with the book or something and it was like it was just this line in the article that was like one might wonder if George R. R. Martin is like Meryl Streep's character in The Devil Wears Prada <laughs> just say Anna Winter I feel like that's all she, that's what the character's meant to be Would one yeah. might one might wonder one might wonder um, but one doesn't fact, wonder one is wondering I wanted to one point out um, just a quote from the section that we read if I can draw <laughs> yes. us back to the book <laughs> Yeah, um, just the line. There's a certain type of manager who was known by his call of "my door is always open" and it's probably a good mm-hmm. idea to beat yourself to death with your own CV rather than work for him. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to mention this because um, it says yes. that because through the like magic of L space and the invisible writing yeah. is where you can find like books from other dimensions. Uh, Rickley's managed to find like a book on management that he's then read, and now he's become like the world's <laughs> most irritating manager. <laughs> Yeah, he says shit just, like just like a great bit. He's doing all the evaluations. He says shit like my door is always open. If it was like a couple years later, he'd be saying shit like synergy. Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Terry nails it. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, this is the. Accurate. It's very true. So true. Terry looks me in the eye and he said, uh, "Neoliberal management philosophy will be the death of us all." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He said, he said, have you heard of post-Fordism? I don't like it. And he was right. <laughs> he was. I don't think I have anything else more to say about this. No, I'm just trying I know. to, unfortunately. No, I really have nothing to say. I'm really <laughs> scraping the barrel of things that happen in this book. Like, we've already read out sections of the uh, Kangaroo Jack Wikipedia page, so I think we're sort of beyond, we've scraped through the bottom of the barrel and mm. we're getting into whatever is beneath that barrel bottom. Yeah. Uh, just, I guess, the bottom Maybe another of the barrel. barrel. Yeah, like there's yeah. a barrel underneath the first barrel. Like we're in a ship's hold and we're okay. going through all the barrels. Why don't we... Let's have a little... Have we read the reviews? Do we, is there oh. any like, one-star reviews that Ooh. we can read? Oh, I think... Yeah, let me have a look. Let me have a look. Bad, it's time for bad reads. It's time for the bad reads. I looked reads. at the good reads. That's right. This one doesn't have a great Content. score. <laughs> like, this is one of the lower-rated ones, I will say. No. What? Uh, a Rincewind book? Frankie oh, I will just... I will just... Hold on, I just saw an incredible epic, uh, an incredible Reddit 
comment where it was that uh, people talk about like one of the jokes in this book and one of these comments says Ruffle! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Right, I forgot that line. More epic Pratchett. Some of the sheep. Some of the sheep aren't I'm dangerous. Oh, that's yeah, death is Pratchett. in this. I'm soy facing right it now. Really, it, it wasn't a bad joke. Like, it, was, it was kind of a funny joke where it was like... Uh, they were... It, there, there was a bit with death, right? Where death yeah. is like standing in front of his epic library and he's like, give me, give me, he's like, I can have book. I can have book. I can have. Show me all the poisonous stuff. Book and it's like, not the it's poisonous like a thing. Whole thing falls on yeah. him. Um, so and just like, looking, looking. And then he's like, reads. what's the, can I, can I, okay, can I have the book of all the things that aren't poisonous in Australia? And there's just one sheet of paper that says some of the sheep. Yeah. Tee hee hee. That's so funny. Uh-huh. This book has a three point nine six, which is yeah, which is worse than Hamlet. Um, and I want to say, so it's yeah. like a pretty standard thing that every single Discworld book has, like one good one question on Goodreads, which is, do I need to read <laughs> from the start or can I begin with this? This one does not have this. The only question on this one reads as follows: Imam Sladinia vuproskum provodatcha yitelsumoto zašto nigita is then vi orzdan vid, and it's in Bulgarian. So true, Vesti. Uh, exactly. Which is something. I don't do think th- this, this one doesn't yeah. have the question on is it a good place to start because nobody will consider the last <laughs> continent as a as a book to start Terry Pratchett with. <laughs> Nobody's going to... If if there's like an epic uh, Twitter thread where they're like, don't read J.K. Rowling, read Terry Pratchett instead, and that gets like 10 million retweets and then people are going to ask yeah. for good places to start and nobody's going to say start with The Last Continent. Like, <laughs> I do. You should start with The Last con- Continent. I've yeah, even there's seen... like a thousand one-star reviews for this, which is like quite a lot. I've even seen remember. people recommend on Twitter to start with Witches Abroad, which is like insane to me. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's yeah. the worst Witches book, and it's also like not the first one. Like start with, start with fucking start with Weird Sisters because weird it's sisters. better, or start with one of the later ones, I guess, if you don't want to start with the early ones, but starting with Witches <laughs> Abroad. I do want to. I do want to just read um, the first three lines of this review, and I just want to cut it because I think the comedic timing is is good. So, um, so I was wrong. I thought Jingo was my least favorite Discworld book. No, 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 not even close. The Last Continent is much, much worse. Maybe this is because I'm Australian. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean to be honest just having a look through the one star reviews i kind of I, I don't feel like we can pick them apart <laughs> is it just like it's a guy's called bruce really <laughs> short, saying, i was not very impressed with this book too much point it's running around and no discernible plot besides that i guess that's the point but it's kind of a waste of reading yeah. time are there any good five star reviews Mostly uh, bad books, jokes about Australia. Look. Most of the one-star reviews are stuff that we've said, like uh, Rincewind books aren't very good. <laughs> there was just—I just remember—I've seen one review on this book that was like the same guy who reviewed like a bunch of Terry Pratchett books, and all of them he's doing this really insufferable bit where it's like Crocodile Dundee. Uh, Mad Max and like a bunch of other Australian characters walk into a bar and then the whole review is like a conversation between these characters. Mm. (laughs) It's really cringe. 
Okay, I found a good five-star review. Is it the Wilson one? <clears throat> uh, I don't think so. This one is... I won't say who it's okay. by, although it's not like a recognisable username. Yeah. Um, this is <laughs> this was the first Harry Pratchett book I ever read. First of all, why? But I'm going to carry on. Anyway, um, formally, as I've described in my review of Good Omens, I believe that Gaiman was the funny one and all of the good bits in Good Omens came from him. <laughs> How sorry. fucking dare you? I know. <laughs> then what? I stopped in Fred Meyer one day to buy a few things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I stopped to buy a few things before flying. I was very, very wrong. <laughs> Um, and I saw the last continent what the hell I figured I picked it up expecting to confirm my belief that all of the good bits and good omens came from Cayman and how wrong I was I read this the next day on my flight home I spent the whole flight squirming in my seat stuffing my hands practically into my mouth in order to stem the uncontrollable okay okay a few times I actually had to close the book and take deep breaths before diving back in it's hilarious and this isn't even Pratchett's best that's true. I'm giving The Last Continent an amazing because I owe my love of Pratchett to it, but there are others I'd recommend before this one. Don't get me wrong, there is lots to love here. I was a little lost at times because I had no background on any of the characters, so it's probably not the best choice for a first Pratchett. Still, it worked for me, right? I don't have the book yeah. in front of me, so I can't quote, but the scene in which Rincewind makes Beer Suther's hands down my favourite. Very funny to think <laughs> that Neil Gaiman was the funny one of the two. Yeah, that's just like such a, a weird... like. Neil Gaiman, like I know, we love to rag on Neil Gaiman because he frankly deserves it, and we hate him. Yeah. Um, he's a good but writer. we enjoy some of his writing. You know, he's good yeah, at his, his craft. He's a good writer. Mm. Um, but he's not like a funny writer. No, not in the I would way describe any of his is, books no. as like really that funny. Like, they're really, like, I guess there are funny bits, but not that many. Yeah, he's a couple he's of not chuckles, really going but... for fun yeah. either. He's not no, like a comedic writer. Yeah, no, yeah, funny bits occasionally, but it's not. Yeah, the point of the books, whereas I would say that humor is almost the genre of the Discworld books. And like, if you assumed mm. that Neil Gaiman brought the funny bits, like, what did you think Terry Pratchett would be like? Like, what yeah. what would you think Terry Pratchett's contributions to that? Was? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, the rest, the stuff that isn't the humor is extremely Gaiman. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, here's one that says um, a good review that I enjoyed. It's uh, let me find it. Yeah, yeah, Aussie mate. Yeah, yeah, kangaroo beer. Yeah, yeah, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> a lot of Bulgarian reviews. They love it. Yeah, your your Bulgarian's getting really good. Oh, Robin. thanks. <laughs> this is my third favorite Discworld book after Carpe Juggling and Hogfather. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I often wonder if I'd love it as much as I do if I weren't Australian. Because it really does spend 400 odd pages poking fun at Australia. And while there's a lot of stuff I imagine is obvious to an international audience, I do wonder how much of it was put in exclusively for Antipodian- Antipodians. 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 Hogfather's not a Rincewind book. <laughs> yeah, he says very disappointing. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, Capra Juggalum isn't, sure. isn't a Rincewind book. There's either. jokes about Vegemite and drinking lots of beer, jokes about sheep and bushrangers and our questionable language, jokes about the Opera House and Priscilla Queen of the Desert and Pie Floaters. There's also jokes about the man from Snowy River and Drop Bears and Ned Kelly, jokes about Clancy of the Overflow and Nellie Melba and Waltzing Matilda, jokes about a fair go and regattas held in waterless rivers. In short, it's game, one right? giant Australian stereotype from start to finish, but poking fun at ourselves is what Australians do best. So <laughs> That's it's totally true. Worth it. I mean, besides uh, yeah. talking they about the fight scene us, in but... Kangaroo Jack, like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's because they like. It's, isn't it funny that this happens to us a yeah. lot as Australians? 
Like, see, like they they love sniffing their own farts just as much as we do in Britain. <laughs> they are us. I say Australians seem to love it. A lot of these people are Australians. Yeah, interesting. And they're like, they, they see if they did something like this about Wales, I would probably be like, haha, yeah, Wales. I guess that's just what fucking um, Flamados. Yeah. No, I'm no, not Flamados. Flamados. He doesn't really. He doesn't understand the granular details of what makes the Welsh the Welsh with Flamados. He's just like, oh, no. He just. He just. Hubs. It's just a joke that it rains a lot. That's literally yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they do a lot of double L's. There is no other joke about Wales. They say like maybe Gavin Stacey is like the the most like Welsh. It's the most Welsh media product that really gets to the heart of what it means to be Welsh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got <laughs> James Corden it. in it, so it's still pretty yeah, good. I will good say in that. It's before he yeah. got really famous. Great, great show, great show. Proud of it. You want to learn what it's like to be Welsh? It's just like Gavin Stacey. <laughs> You could do a, kind of you a, could do a Welsh version of Dairy Girl set in um, uh, Bridgend. Just like yep. Derry. Just like in Derry. The 90s. In the, yeah. <laughs> Called Bridgend Girls. Mm-hmm. Here's a, it like, would be I exactly the same. The only thing, I know, Bridgend was famous for its extremely high teen suicide rate oh, in the 90s. Great. It? Maybe not Bridgend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe not Bridgend. Thanks, George. <laughs> anyway. Absolutely fun and upbeat while making us laugh. The music and humor were nice, but acting wasn't too good aside from Lewis. It reminds me of my childhood for sure. The storyline didn't make sense at times, and instead of explaining the situation uh, the police that their stolen vehicle was a mistake, they literally go on a white chase and almost die. It was still pretty fun. What's that for? That's a three star review for Kangaroo Jack. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could you find any five stars? There's a bunch of five star ones. This is a five star review that says five stars for how often it has entered my mind since watching it multiple times as a child. Changed my brain chemistry in some way. I do feel a little bit like that about Kangaroo Jack. I did watch it multiple times as a child. Um, and it was it my, my only understanding of Australia. Thank <laughs> you. All my humor comes from the great film Kangaroo Jack. Okay. Do we have any further thoughts about this? I feel like a lot no, of five-star reviews on Kangaroo Jack book. are just, like, ironic. That's the problem with Letterboxd. We're not like... talking about Kangaroo Jack anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Kangaroo Jack welcome cast. To Kangaroo Jack the cast only podcast regurgitating Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack. Jack media over and over and over again. We do not cover we Kangaroo not Jack 2, the animated Jack's adventure behavior. comedy. No, that's not canon. Um, you want a great Australian show? You should watch uh, H2O Just Have Water. That's a great Australian. Export. I'm literally just adding no, water right now. There are no other Australian shows. I can't think of any. Well, yeah, get out Neighbor, of the water. Neighbors. You're turning Clio, into a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we've reached the yeah. zenith. Of yeah, what well, Australia has in music? Be. They, they like. Uh, you know, King Gizzard and Elizabeth is from Australia, Nakeris from Australia, uh, ACDC are from Australia. Are they? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> they caught Akadaka there, apparently. Akadaka, mate. Akadaka? All right. We could call. Okay. We could just okay. say Thin Lizzy as Australian and <laughs> no one would check. All right. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, this I heard Los Campesinos are from Australia. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> Cardiff boys. Catfish in the okay, Bottle so, Man. They're from New South Wales. I've never so heard of Los Campos. Who watches song. the watch? It was just the only Welsh band they could think of. The mountain goats. There's this lots is... of mountains in Wales and New South <laughs> Wales. This has been the Who Watches goats the Watch, Australia. Atari Pratchett podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You can donate to our Patreon if you want and give us money for three euros. You can 
get all our bonus episodes, including Dark Spell, and also our new series where we watch bad musicals and talk about them. We watched Evita. It was not great. Um, <laughs> good episode, if though. You, uh, good episode. If you want to donate five euros, then you can get your name shouted out like these people. Um, Let me scroll. Boyfriend of the show, Tom Hank the Tank. Bonza. Terran. Bazinga. Ray Carter. Uh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Fucking, fucking hell, mate. Milk succubus. Can't. Vegemite. <laughs> Memories of those last. Sheep. Justin Crandall. Evan DM. my home among the gum trees. And especially no, Malam Bimbon, the tangible tear to the pure strong in the arms of the, the show. Slime Simon. Strong Australian weed. Sarah McClintock. Flash Wraith. Me Barbie. And big flat <laughs> Shrimp. <laughs> that's it. Buy one of those r- r- weird looking you want lobster to, things that they have in the chippy. If you well, want, that's enough hate crimes for one If you day. want to hear this about yourself, just give us more money. Come on. We'll yeah. read give your us name more money. Um, many of these people whose names we said are Australian. And to those people, I do apologize. <laughs> At least two of them. At least two of There's them, There's some yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's, we did that's get us. we did get like just like last week a new patron who was like ah cheers from Australia. So oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Australia loves us. That's what I'm saying. The Australians they're always they're always. Did I can't? They love heart spell in Australia because Rowan's radio. Yeah. Radio exp- keeps telling people on the radio about it. Okay. Um, Stochastic fan fiction. Yeah. So if you enjoyed this, I hope you donate or you can go on our Discord, even though you did a really bad job of selling it at the end. Um, (laughs) And until next time... don't be intimidated if we send you waving stickers if you join our Discord. That's just... The Discord is is free as well. You don't need to pay anything for that. You do. You have to pay me £100 a a week to be on the Discord. I mean, you can pay me £100 a week. It's a subscription service. I will send you breastfeeding pics. Um... (laughs) They're completely legal because the House of Lords hasn't passed it yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're just going to be pics of George's girlfriend slash wife. <laughs> just someone yeah, going to be on the beach, best free breastfeeding in the background. Yeah, okay. They were taken for my sexual uh, gratification. That's <laughs> Until next time, beyond swinging the arm is my uncle. Watch out for the watch out for the rays, mate. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That's true. Uh, Watch out for drop bears. Big work, keep on spinning. Australia. Bonza. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, oh, toilets again. Oh, fucking crocodile and a dummy, right? This house of